Hi, this is Malia. Did you know that December 2018, two years ago exactly, I recorded my first practice podcast episode? Today, I'm sharing my thoughts and experiences after two years of podcasting. Why I started, what I hoped to get out of it, what I've actually gotten out of it, why I've kept going, and do I think it's worth it? Welcome to The Power Podcast, the podcast designed to empower you with the knowledge and energy to power up your life, break through barriers, focus through distraction, achieve your dreams, and live the life you were meant to live. I'm your host, Malia Warner, and our 2020 theme is Power Perspective. This year, we are finding power to change by seeing things in a new way. Today is episode number 97, The Power of Podcasting. Hello, my friend. Welcome. How are you? How's everything going? Today is a podcast episode about podcasting, and I hope that the principles and the things that I've learned over the past two years of podcasting will be helpful to you for any kind of endeavor or pursuit that you are considering starting or that you are in the middle of, I have learned a thing or two over the past couple of years and excited to share those with you today. I have five talking points today, five things to cover. Number one, why I started a podcast in the first place. Number two, what I hoped to get out of it. Number three, why I'm still doing it, why I stay. And number four, surprising things that have come from it that I didn't expect. And number five, where the podcast is going in the future. Starting a podcast, like any endeavor, whether it's writing a book or starting a business of any kind, it's always exciting in the beginning, isn't it? The thought of it and the energy of it at the beginning, and then the reality sets in and then it loses some of its excitement and then it can start to feel like drudgery and you have to find your motivation again. And so I have definitely been through some of those roller coaster of emotions over the past couple of years and hope that some of the things that I share today will be helpful and encouraging to you. So let's dive into number one, why I started a podcast to begin with. So at the point that all of my children were in school full time, I, like many of you mamas out there, started to discover that I do have thoughts. Who knew? It's like I was cleaning one day and I found them scattered under a pile of immunization records and field trip permission forms. And I started to realize that without being constantly interrupted, that my thoughts were a little more congruent and maybe they even had some sense and logic to them. And as time went on, I continued to find more and more thoughts beneath the geological layers representing my children's lives. The receipt for the AP exam, the orthodontist congratulation on getting your braces off letter, the invitation to the fifth grade maturation program. And lo and behold, there under the pile were these thoughts, a lot of them still very incoherent, of course, because a mother isn't left alone long enough for her brain to formulate a complete sentence. But I started to scoop all these loose strings into an empty laundry basket, which was a bizarre occurrence in and of itself to have an empty laundry basket. 
And that was only because my daughter had moved away to college, and so her laundry basket was empty during the week until she came home to visit on the holidays. But it gave me a place to scoop and put all of these loose threads of thoughts. And then I started trying to knit together all the colors and shapes and pieces of thread and weave them into some layered tapestry. And during this time, in fact, for many, many years, I had been feeling a very strong nudge to teach. My life is a product of good teachers, great parents, great school teachers, great piano teachers. I just stand on the shoulders of great teachers. I think we all do. And I feel an immense gratitude for anyone who shows up to teach. But I wasn't sure exactly what to teach, and I especially wasn't sure how to teach. I knew that I had been through a real crucible of learning experience, healing from postpartum depression and continuing to heal from autoimmune disease. And I just had this belief that when you learn something, you teach it. And that's what we all do. We learn and teach with the goal of helping to make the path more clear for those who follow. And during this time, a lot of you know, I had been writing, I was working on writing my healing journey, the story of motherhood and healing through postpartum depression. But I hit a point in 2017, 2018, where I was really stuck in the writing process and I was revising the book and trying to improve it, but it wasn't really getting better. And I didn't really know what to do about that. So in this place of stuckness and with lots of pondering and prayer, I decided that I would just start teaching any way that I could. Even if I had to create opportunities, I would do that. And so I started to find ways to teach. I volunteered and started a free class through my church, a healing for the heart, mind, and body class. I started a free mom's discussion group at my local library. And these were great. They were also things that took me outside of my home and away from my children. And so podcasting just seemed such a logical way for me to be able to teach without ever leaving home. And so I researched it and started experimenting with a couple of episodes. And then January 2019 launched the Power Principles podcast. And here we are at episode number 97. And you know what? That deserves a little round of applause. I'm going to just pat myself on the shoulders right there. Good job, Malia. Good job. Episode 97. So number two, let's go to what I hoped to get out of the podcast. Maybe even some of my ulterior motives. And I have four things under here. Number one, I really wanted a way to put into words and to solidify things that I had been learning. As I mentioned, I had gone through a huge personal growth experience, and doesn't it seem like whenever you teach something that then you understand it better? And I was in the middle of still trying to process. I knew that there were things that I learned, but they were still trying to solidify and just become more concrete in my brain. And so being able to script episodes and try to teach those principles to others really helped solidify them in myself and also has given me ample opportunity to practice applying the principles I was teaching. 
all the topics from my episodes, the power of having imbalance in your life, giving yourself permission, making decisions, exploring curiosity, the power of morning thoughts and daily stretching, all of those things as I taught them, committed me to practice them for myself. A second thing I hoped to get out of podcasting is I hoped it would help me to really refine my message. I felt that I had something to say. I felt I had something to teach, but I still wasn't exactly sure what. And so I hoped that the process of just scripting and putting ideas out there, that I would be able to get a better grasp on exactly what my message is. A third thing I hoped to get from my podcast was an audience. I hoped to find my audience. I read a blogger one time wrote, you know, all you can do is raise your flag, put out there what you have to put out there, and then see who salutes. It's not for everyone. Not everyone will like it. That's not your goal. But who are the like-minded people who need what you have to say and who can benefit from what you have to offer? And the fourth thing I hoped to get out of it, how about fame, riches, accolades? Oh, I'm going to say it. I always have those thoughts. Is there any human out there who doesn't? Is that not something that's always in the back of our brain? Well, if I do this, maybe I'll become an overnight sensation. I'll write this book and then it will become an international bestseller and land on Oprah's book list. I'll start this Instagram page and it will become huge overnight? Or what if I record this song and then all of a sudden it's a number one hit? Or I start this business and then all of a sudden I make millions of dollars? We all have those thoughts, right? Or is it just me? Am I the only one? And what's interesting, I don't know if this is true for you, but for me, honestly, the thoughts of what if this goes big really fast are far more terrifying and paralyzing for me than the thought of something not working out. Well, I don't know, maybe I'm equally scared of success and rejection because I definitely have fear about both. The fear of rejection is also paralyzing to me. What if I put this out there and nobody likes it and I just reveal to the world that my thoughts really are incoherent and make no logical sense, and now everybody's going to know about it. So both of those extremes are very paralyzing to me, and I try to just find a happy middle place where I allow myself to playfully explore the limitless possibilities. Oh, cool, meeting Oprah. Let me think about that. All right, number one bestseller in the book category. Yeah, let my brain imagine and play with that and not be closed off to the possibility, but also live in the reality of the day-to-day -day work, the day-to-day -day grind, and the more realistic picture that growth is much more likely to happen step-by-step step and will be systematic and sustainable. And this leads me into the number three talking point that I want to mention today, why I stay, why I'm podcasting. So I mentioned having a goal to build an audience and then having the thoughts of, you know, sudden fame and fortune and all of that. And for me, it definitely has been systematic progress. And I want to share a story about how when I started this in 2019, I had a friend who launched a podcast at the exact same time. And within a month, it seems, she was celebrating 10,000 downloads. And I 
was blown away. I was like, really? 10,000? Am I reading my statistics right? And I went in and looked at my statistics and I thought, well, maybe that 30 is really supposed to be multiplied by 100. You know how graphs will sometimes do that, that one really represents 1,000. I thought, well, maybe that's what it is. And so I studied how the statistics are given again. And no, I had very modest listening. And it kind of put me in a moment of decision where I had to decide if I really believed for myself the favorite quotation that I share in nearly every episode of this podcast, that it is our efforts, not our achievements, that define us. And I had to decide that I was going to focus on my efforts and leave the results to God. And this has been a refining practice for me as I have tried to balance watching and learning from successful podcasters while also staying out of comparison mode. And it's hard. I've battled tons of self-doubt and feeling that I lose when I compare myself to others. And so I keep having to come back to my purpose, which is to teach and to remind myself that I will show up to teach even if it's for one person who listens to the episode, or even if the only person who gains something from this endeavor is me, then it's worth it and I will keep going. And this focus has kept me going. And especially reminding myself that the purpose for my podcast is unique to me and to not get tangled up in what other people are called to do and to just focus on doing what I can, showing up, showing up imperfectly, but showing up and doing the best that I can. And this focus has kept me going, and I'm so glad that it has as I continue to see systematic incremental growth. And that's thanks to you. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate the time that you invest listening to these episodes, and I hope that it is reciprocated a hundredfold that you find the encouragement and help and tools that you're looking for, that you need for your growth and so that you can share what unique skill, gift, talent, and perspective that you have to offer. Okay, number four, I'm going to talk about the surprising things that have come out of doing this podcast that I hadn't anticipated, that I didn't expect, that were not reasons why I started the podcast, but have been little cherry bonuses, little cherries on the top. And I have three. Number one, most unexpected, is that starting this podcast led to me finishing and publishing my book. Crazy, huh? When I started this podcast, I was really stuck in writing, and I actually worried that podcasting would distract me from writing and finishing. And I thought, oh my goodness, what if this book is just another one of the gazillion projects that I've had in my life that I've started and just never get around to finishing. But it turned out that doing this podcast became the side path that led to finishing and publishing my book. So what happened is I was stuck in the writing process, started this podcast and purchased my podcasting microphone. And to test the microphone, I needed 
something to read. I needed something to read into it. So what did I grab? I grabbed my current manuscript and started reading out loud chapters from my book. And as I read them out loud and listened back to them as I experimented with microphone settings and audio programs and editing software, I could hear where my book wasn't working. And then six months, well, about five months into podcasting, my husband and I traveled to South Africa to pick up our son who had been living there as a missionary for two years. And we had been planning to go. It wasn't unexpected that we were going, but the situation presented an interesting series of events. So one, I was going to be gone out of the country with questionable internet service, yet I had a weekly podcast to keep producing. Number two, I was going to be traveling 45 hours on an airplane each way, so 90 hours on an airplane. And how I ended up solving for that is I decided to record as many chapters of my book as I could before leaving, and I would automate them to be the summer podcast episodes while I was traveling, and also I would take the files of those audio recordings with me to listen to on the plane because I wanted to do something on the plane, but reading on a plane can make you really nauseous or writing or trying to type on a computer. But listening to the audio was something that I could do with my eyes closed. And then I just kept a notebook with me to make notes. And as I listened to my chapters, I could hear things that needed to be cut or I could hear things that were good, but maybe they needed to be told in a different order. I could hear sections that needed to be reworded or parts that needed to be developed. And so the summer of 2019, listening to audio chapters of my book got me unstuck and got me into the editing and revising mode got the wheels turning again, and I had a clear picture of what I needed to do to get my manuscript where I wanted it to be, where I felt good about sharing it with the world. And as that happened and the summer rolled into the fall, this unplanned, unexpected opportunity to work with my publisher presented itself, and I was ready. The manuscript wasn't finished. There was still a lot of work to be done, but I was ready. I knew what I needed to do, and I knew that I could do the work. And that's so interesting to me, how this endeavor of podcasting, which I worried would distract me from my writing, actually became the avenue for me to finish my writing. And it reminds me of an episode, if you want to Great episode to listen to after this one. Episode number 35 is called Side Door Approach to Solving Problems. And it talks about how sometimes if we're coming at our problems head on and we just keep getting hit back, we just keep hitting barriers, that sometimes the way to solve the problem is to come at it from a different direction. And that's why I call it, you know, coming in the side door. It can change our energy and it can clear away those energy blocks. And that's what happened with this podcast. I kind of stopped facing the writing block head on and ended up coming at it from a different direction and it worked. So, but it being right there, finishing my book has been a really surprising result that has come from podcasting. Who knew? 
All right, number two, a surprising thing that has come from podcasting, and this is the adventure of starting something, isn't it? That you never really know what's going to come. You don't know what doors you're opening. That can be terrifying, but it can also be really fun. Here's a fun story I want to share. So each week, in addition to the podcast episode, I send out an email, a Monday message, and it has an inspirational message. And I always try to come up with a catchy subject line. One day I open up my business email to read the replies that, you know, people have sent back to me. And I see this message that says, you are awesome. My love language is words of affirmation, so immediately my heart swells up and I feel my happiness meter go through the roof and I'm thinking, oh, that is so nice that someone would send me such a thoughtful message and tell me I'm awesome and I can hardly wait to, you know, click on it and open and read the message and it was a really nice message. Then I go back to the inbox and I see multiple messages with the same subject line. You are awesome. You are awesome. And my brain is a bit slow processing, but I keep clicking on them and I'm reading the messages that have come from listeners. And all of a sudden the pieces start coming together to click. And I realize that the subject line of my weekly Monday message was, you are awesome. And these were the messages from the lovely people who had clicked reply. So that over and over, the message that I had put out into the world was coming back to me. You are awesome. Is that so cool? Whenever you make an effort to put good out into the world, good will come back to you, sometimes in evident ways and sometimes in really unexpected ways. Whenever you seek to serve, good will come back. And number three, my most unexpected outcome of doing the podcast has been my personal growth. Even though I try to plan and script and record principles that will help you, the listener, the audience, inevitably, I am the one that ends up learning the most. And that's just how it happens. Whenever we teach something We are the ones that learn the most from our teaching. It's just the way that it is. I think some of my most unexpected results of doing the podcast have been the discipline that I've learned, discovering that I can be committed to something. This is an embarrassing story, but when I was in eighth grade, I tried out to be on the traveling track team. I am no good at sprinting. If you and I are ever being chased by a bear, have no fear because I cannot outrun anybody. So the sprinting, the short events, the 100-yard dash were not even an option. So I had to go for the longer distance. So I tried out to run the mile and there was only one other girl and I and there was room for both of us on the track team. So all I had to do was finish the four laps and I would be on the traveling track team. Now, I didn't really love running, but all my friends were athletes and they were fast and going to the track meets meant you got excused from your classes and you got to go on the bus and it was boys and girls, track teams traveled together. So I just wanted to miss school and hang out with my friends. So all I had to do was finish the mile. It didn't even really matter 
the time that I got. And I got around one lap and I do not love running. The burning in my lungs, the ache in my legs. I admire you runners as you dash past me while I'm sitting on my front porch. So I get lap number two and I'm just done. And I just quit running. And my coach, who was a very, very stern teacher, the disappointment in her eyes will stay with me forever. But I just quit. And I've kind of always carried that with me, this worry that I'm not committed, that maybe I'm a quitter, that when things get hard, that I'll just give up or find an excuse to get out of it. And so doing this podcast has been very restorative to me to prove to myself that I can stick with something and I can finish things. And I've shared this before that in past years, one of my word for the year was finish, to practice becoming a finisher. So doing this podcast, the daily practice of working on my brain and my thoughts so that I can be optimistic and faithful and show up and focus on my efforts, focus on serving, growing, learning, and improving. The weekly doing of this is paying off. I'm going to own that. I'm going to pause right here in the middle of recording and acknowledge Good job, Malia. Look at what you've learned. The Malia of December 2020 knows more than the Malia of December 2018. Things that were so hard for me in the beginning are not so hard now. I'm getting better at them. And by far the most unexpected and rewarding result of this podcast journey has been the friends and the connections. I love hearing from listeners. I love emails back and forth, and text messages. Everything in life really does come down to relationships and people. It really is all about the people. So why do I podcast? Why am I still podcasting? I think my answer is it is my way to do what I can to put good out in the world. And it's a way that I can connect with you, create relationships, and deepen relationships as well. Okay, this leads us to number five and our last talking point for the day. Where the podcast is going next year in 2021. I am so excited about this. I am not going to reveal today on this episode the theme. However, you can think about the Power Podcast coming up as an online audio class. The episodes are designed to be progressive and to physically change your brain in a good way, in a great way. I really want for you that the time, the 20, 30 minutes you invest each week listening to this podcast will be multiplied, will be maximized so that what you do is you show up each week and listen And each episode will have a simple action step. And then after listening once a week for 12 months, your brain will be smarter. Like we would be able to take a brain scan and see a physical change. You will have developed new neural pathways so that you are able to make decisions faster and with more confidence. You'll be able to take action, stick with goals, 
finished tasks. You'll be able to discover your subconscious barriers and break through those barriers. You'll be able to see and recognize your limiting beliefs and change those. Next year, we will be retraining your brain because everything that is happening in your life is a result of what is going on inside your head. Our lives are created on the inside, but usually we make the mistake of trying to change outside things first. Our lives are created on the inside. What we think about, we bring about. And so the Power Podcast in 2021 will take you through a progression of topics and action steps that will help you change your thoughts, change your brain so that you feel better, so that you have more energy, passion, peace, sense of wellness and fulfillment. And even though we'll be focusing on the brain, you will automatically see positive changes in your body. And best of all, everything will be simple, doable, and so much fun. These are going to be small little things we do each week, all year long. We are not looking for fast microwave results here. We are changing and growing and improving step by step, incrementally for sustainable growth. Okay, so you're asking, what do you need to do to make sure that you don't miss anything for the 2021 season? Very simple, two things. Number one, make sure that you are subscribed to receive the Monday message email every week. Go to maliawarner.com, subscribe, give me your email, and I will give you every Monday an inspirational message that will help progress you toward the best version of yourself in 2021. Number two, make sure that you register for my upcoming webinar, which is titled Unlock the Power in You. The way you do this is to go to the show notes of this episode or go to your Monday message email and there will be a link to register to attend the webinar. If you've never attended a webinar, it is basically a video class. It is basically attending a Zoom meeting Lots of us are really familiar with Zoom thanks to coronavirus. So all you do is register to attend. And that way, on the date that you choose to attend, you'll receive a link. You just click on the link and it will automatically let you watch the video. The webinar will be a 45-minute class where I teach three reasons why you don't stick with goals and why you don't see long-term results. And here's a hint, it has nothing to do with your willpower. There are things that happen in your brain that sabotage you. And until you learn what's happening, it doesn't matter how hard you try to wake up early and hit your exercise goal or stop eating the sugar or work on your book, whatever the goal is, until it's fixed in your head, you'll never get the results on the outside. So this webinar is going to teach you the three barriers and it will be the foundation for the 2021 podcast. And it's important that you take this class so that you know what's going on in your head and that you really understand 
how life is happening on the inside of you and that you'll never change the outside until you fix the inside. If you want to get your life working, you need to get your head working. And the way to do that is to make sure to go to the show notes right now and register for the webinar, Unlock the Power in You for 2021. The same class will be repeated multiple times in December, and you can choose which day and which time of day to register to watch the class. And that's everything. We've covered it. I hope this has been helpful to you as I've shared why I started a podcast, what I hoped to get out of it, what I actually unexpectedly got out of it, and what the podcast is going to look like for the upcoming year. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey with me over the past two years, and I look forward to continuing to grow together through this Power Podcast. This is Malia Warner. Thank you for listening today. As always, have a fantastic week. Stay safe, be healthy, and I will meet you back here next week for another great episode of The Power Podcast.